A for champion. Um, champion. So I haven't gone outside hardly at all today. I um, haven't done anything but peer out my window to watch the ice and snow apocalypse uh, as it's yeah. destroying us all. <laughs> they finally got one right, didn't they? Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of happy. Like, I went and shoveled snow. I went and played with my dog outside. It was nice. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's very good. Um, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you guys, man. Like, I honestly thought that this wasn't going to happen. But I um, it'd be worse. Really? You thought yeah. it'd be worse, huh? I mean, it's we're only like halfway through, maybe. So it, I, it's, is that I, true? I, like, we really it's going to get worse. Like, I, seriously, it's, it's it's supposed to be like nonstop all the way to today, tonight, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow Jesus. morning, at least. Yeah. Fucking hell. Oh, great. Um, I, like, it looks like I haven't even touched my driveway and I shoveled it like two hours ago. Well, that'll happen. You know what right. I mean? That'll happen. Uh in the words of Steven Tyler, uh, Janie's got a gun. No, just kidding. I'm back in the saddle, as you can see, and the used guys in that uh, studio in the bunker, deep inside the motherland, the way she likes it, um, enduring this uh, ridiculous storm. Um, I, my heart goes out to all you poor motherfuckers, and I don't mean, yeah, you are poor, but also poor is in poor circumstances, because Christ Almighty, you're the first fucker. I was just talking to Christopher because, you know, we worked at the same place for a number of years. And, and the people in the warehouse are always the first people I think of when this weather happens. Because I know from experience that they're like, we don't fucking care if you have to walk in 20 feet of snow. If you're one second late, we're fucking writing your ass up or dinging you. He says they don't ding them anymore, but they used to, man. Like, you couldn't be a minute late. Like, one minute late. You couldn't, you couldn't go in and clock in at 6.01. If it said 6.01, that's half a point. Or you're late because your car caught on fire and you some, you know, a wild boar tried to sexually assault you and you got attacked by bears. I mean, that's a great story and all. And I know there were witnesses, but still half a point for being late. Um, awful shit. I don't get why they why, why do the half point shit? Why not just increase the scale and do whole points like the whole thing's made up? Why are we splitting made up wait, shit into halves? Wait, like, I don't it get gets it. better. So like they, the company awarded you. You, you not awarded, you earned, you only had five sick days a year, which by the way, I usually got sick in January. So I burned through three to four out of the five days within the first two weeks of the new year. Mazel tov to me. Happy new year. Not the Jewish new year, the real shitty kind. Um, but yeah, they would get, you get your vacation. If you, let's say you had an emergency. I, one time I, my wife and I had an emergency where there's water in my basement. Okay. Now, at the time, I had three weeks of vacation because I was well over five years into, into this job. So on my fifth year, they give you the three weeks, right? Mm -hmm. So I got my three weeks. I, I was like, I need a day because there's water in my basement. I literally took pictures with my, my fucking iPhone 4S. And I was like, look at, look at my basement. Still ha still, still, uh, they gave me a full point for an unscheduled vacation day that belonged to me. You yeah, have to schedule that's the shit I always hated is like, yeah, you have them, but it's like, oh, you still have to use them the right way. And if you don't, it's like, yeah. oh, fucking, it's horseshit. Yeah, it is horseshit. And, uh, you know, so I think of the warehouse people every single time bad weather comes around like this, man, my, my heart, my heart and feelings will always be with the people I know who get the literal shittiest end of the fucking stick, uh, working in terrible conditions and, and always being treated like garbage and their personal safety, um, you know, 
it, 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 it doesn't matter. Like you either get to work or we're going to fucking fire you and hire some other illiterate asshole. Anyway, um, great to be back uh, in, in the saddle. Uh, great to be in the motherland. Uh, I'm, I'm super stoked. A uh, lot of not good things happening out there apart from the weather. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this. Oh, first of all, shout out to agorasnexus.com, who was a premier sponsor of the Use Guys in That podcast. So check this out. <laughs> this is great. We have ventured into really interesting territory, ladies and gentlemen. We have, we've been there, but now it's like really in your face. It's Batman villain level territory. So there's a great article that'll be in the show notes. Not that you're going to read it. Not that I care, but just in case somebody was interested. Uh, what if we blotted out the sun to fight global warming? It's risky, but then again, the path we're on may be even riskier. So someone besides Bill fucking Gates has said, let's go ahead and make sure the sun doesn't work. You know, because he wanted to shoot a missile full of dirt like that's going to make any impact whatsoever on a star that you could fit 1.3 million Earths inside of. Well, but a missile affect- full of dirt. It doesn't affect the star. It affects our atmosphere. But depends where they. Yes, exactly. It depends where they're going to detonate this thing. So here we go. This is an opinion piece by a real fucking genius. I mean, we're talking Donald Trump level smarts here. A Michael <laughs> Newman. Uh, can you imagine? Like, what if you're? What if we? Uh, you know. Um, you know. We, we uh, blotted out the sun. The sun is beautiful. We love it. It's very warm. Very warm in Florida. But what if we took out the sun and that way it doesn't get hot anymore and we don't have global warming? You know what I mean? With all of his mannerisms. So here we go. Uh, We'd like to think we cover big stories around here. So today's newsletter is leading with the one question on everybody's mind. What can be done to stop or slow climate change? I don't know about you. Wasn't on my mind, but it is now. One of the great hopes is something called solar geoengineering. Doesn't sound like a good idea to start with already. Okay. Notes Clara Fierra Marquez. I mean, she's she's probably from Canada. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. It's just Fierra Marquez, um, which, in, which is essentially to attempt to figure out a way to cool the planet by deflecting some of the sun's rays before they reach us humans. The science isn't there yet, <laughs> but a group of scientists argue it should be banned now. <laughs> not wrong that it is a risky and last resort proposition. Claire argues it's quote terrifying and terrible in the way that chemotherapy is. How you is don't that want last it. Resort. There's nothing worse than that. Like I, feel I like guess you can still come up with shit worse than that. Well, I guess. But what? Why? Why are we doing this? Why is this an idea? Because the planet has a fever. Didn't you hear Al Gore? He's been talking about it for fucking right. ages. He's been talking about it for fucking twenty goddamn years. <laughs> He's been talking about yeah. it since he invented the internet. Yeah, um, <laughs> yes, since he invented the internet. Oh my god! Yeah, the internet they're... and the idea of the lockbox. Yes, yes, what? that's right. Yeah, take all that money and he's gonna put it in a lockbox. That's right. <laughs> in a lockbox. That way, no one can touch it. I don't know. He has an interesting accent. The lock, the lockbox. So I'm kind okay. of, I'm, I'm interested in this. Uh, it, yeah, it was no like idea. one of the multitude of dumb things that he said. I'll look it up. I'll yeah, look it up. please do. Yeah. So this guy is just this person goes, but can we de- deny ourselves the possibility? Despite near universal agreement over the need to reduce global emissions, big oil is likely to get richer before it gets poorer. 
Today, today notes Liam Denning, Exxon announced its best financial result in many years. Of course. Part of the reason for the surprisingly rosy short-term outlook for fossil fuels, notes David Fickling, is China. Yes, it is using more renewables, he says, but it's also using more energy, a lot more. How will it meet demand? Fossil fuels overwhelmingly coal will fill the gap, David says. So maybe we need to keep solar engineering in our back pocket. It's not ideal, but it's a more hopeful vision of the future than one Clara opens in her column with, admittedly, that one from a dystopian novel. <laughs> more, the more realistic view may come from the slide decks of big oil. Both Exxon and Chevron, Liam notes, now feature extended discussions of lower, lower carbon business. Mentions of, right, because they're going to cut their nose off and they're going to lose money because they want to make, what was the whole idea behind carbon credits? Like, I'm still going to spend, like, a, I'm still going to pollute, but I'm going to pay you money to say that it's okay. That's the way, like, the carbon emissions don't go away. Give, give the government money to make the weather more gooder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So the, the carbon emissions, basically, it's like tokens, right? And you pay X amount of money to mm -hmm. to have so many uh, the carbon, you know, credit so you can pollute so much. So okay. and other companies who have excess carbon credits um, mm -hmm. can go ahead and sell those to companies that need them. Um, mm -hmm. So they can, you know, off, like it's kind of an offsetting, but I, not really. Like it's just a way yeah. for the government to earn more. It, money. All it is is a Ponzi scheme yeah. for them to rip more money from people. Like, like how much more blood can we squeeze from the That's turnip right. of, of the poor? Yeah, There's a and, phrase I mean, that comes to mind. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. Well, I think it's like it's supposed to act as like a deterrent so that companies find a way to. Oh pollute less but it doesn't because they but as long as they come up with the money right like, they can pollute as much as they want right so it's you know and they already have ways of making lots of fucking money so it's like they only have to really tweak that they instead of start some entirely new enterprise right yeah well uh i wish them nothing but the best of luck i hope they yeah. I, I hope they turn this place into the matrix because it's already a simulation anyway so I, blot was, out I, the sun. I, I was just thinking man like the whole dirt bomb in the sky to blot out the sun it's like i feel like they watched the matrix and pulled the wrong message away from that movie it's literally <laughs> snowpiercer there's an entire movie that they also branched into a tv show it's this exact scenario that's wild i i wasn't interested in watching it i know sean it's, bean is in it but like I, I don't know man like sean bean jesus fucking did christ you, are you did kidding you me? not just watch lord of the ring boromir bro oh shit okay dude i don't that's know sean i don't know all bean. the actors names like what that's 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 what? uh He's in the credits, like that hurts. Uh, well, shit. Did you really watch the movie, Brian, or was watch, it one of those Netflix and chill moments? Okay, no, were you I watching actually, the movie, doing I a study? Was. I was. Okay, this good. Like, it, it <laughs> okay, felt good. like I was in school almost, like doing film studies. That's because your girlfriend <laughs> is a woman of a lot of class, and she, we respect kept, her. Yeah, oh, she's great. But she was like, if at any point you have any questions at all, please ask me. And I'm like, I'm. I'm See, just gonna watch the movie, and she's like, talk. like it's a, she wants to talk about the movie, like it's That's, a lecture the entire, and it's great, it's great. It's just we, like I've never met anybody that wanted no. to do that. 
We approve of this. We, we, Angel and I, the use guys family, highly approve of this situation. This uh, this lady is, uh, is a, is a real winner. She picked the extended edition. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's the only choice. Like that's, I mean, I, the I only, that's that. the only. Choice. Why would you want to yeah. leave stuff out? But yeah, no, exactly. Uh, no, she. Ah, oh, fuck. What was it? Like, I don't know. It's too. How do I put this? I mean, it's a really, they did a really good job with the story, obviously, because all the questions I have about that movie are basically like the fundamental questions that I have about life and people. And it's like of the failure of men and like temptation and evil and all this shit. And it's like the only stuff I don't understand are basically the things I don't understand fundamentally about people. So Mm -hmm. it's pretty interesting how it's just like, they're all metaphors for stuff but they directly yeah. translate. Yeah, it, it the, and you know something, man, like I know that there's there's purists in every community. I know that uh, Christopher and I deal with them regularly in Star Wars. I know that it, when it comes to music, you'll have the same thing with punk rockers, metalheads, you know, depending, like I'm a Metallica fan. You can't find any of us that agree with anything. We're like, you know, this part sucks. This is good. That's not good. It's the same thing with Star Wars fans, although there's universal consensus we're not going to mention the movie, but it's Chris's least favorite film. We all agree that one sucked a fat, fat log of shite. We all know which one it is. We're not going to mention it on this show, but if you've been listening, you know which one it is. Was it directed by J.J. Abrams? No. Okay. No, no. it wasn't directed by J.J. Abrams. It was directed by fucking Ryan Roundhead Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> fucking don't all right let's just change the subject yeah, right. let's, let's keep let's, let's before, march on let's change the subject before i get pissed off so yeah i, I don't want i don't want to upset the christopher sun. yes the sun exciting it, yes. they want to blot it out so that we the planet doesn't have a fever anymore so it to me it's like the equivalent of bleeding to get rid of a fever okay we're going to cut you and we're going to let you bleed a little bit we're going to get rid of the bad blood so that you can recover it worked really well for a lot of years. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. We're going to go back to it for the Rona. Some good old-fashioned bloodletting. That's right. Aha! <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's exciting. It'll be in the show notes. None of you read it. That's fine. Oh, by the way, um, there's going to be a vlog series coming up, and I want to mention this straight away. My first person that I, that I asked to join me on the vlog was Paul B. from B-Town. And Paul B. from B-Town wants to keep his anonymity. So we're going to respect that. But I was hurt. You can put uh, a ski mask on him or something and change his voice. Could, there we go. I guess you could do that. But we were going to go make fun of Barman and Fried Chicken. So, like, how's he going to eat? Like, it's going to be a mess. You can get the... You know what I mean? Get a, get a balaclava, man. Yeah, yeah. The balaclava. Or put him in a gimp suit with the little zipper, you know? <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> you we go. Unzip it. <laughs> disrespect to my friend like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, no one's going to know who he is. He's put him in a gimp suit, suit and on. have a fucking bull whip. <laughs> Eat that chicken in that schwebels. <laughs> I can't wait to get out there and, and show you people how disgusting this stuff is. I still can't it's... believe that they featured that on NPR. Like the worst. Like, what are they going to do next? Do a fucking documentary on Ohio Valley fucking pizza? (laughs) And we paid for it. We paid for that shit. (laughs) So they took money from us. They're like, let's go do barbecue chicken. Yeah. Motherfuckers, man. Let's find the the worst example of fried chicken in the nation and do a piece on it. Yeah, no good. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to check that out. We're going to go to a couple couple of different spots. Um, If anybody's in the area and interested in joining you're more than welcome to join. 
it's gonna be a lot of fun uh hopefully you know it stops snowing sometime before june so we can actually go places and you know me guys i, I don't mind the snow at all i don't mind the cold I, I know where i'm from i'm you you know you expect this but i mean it's becoming like to a point where like can you stop for a little bit can you stop for a little like i would like to go out and do some stuff you know what i mean i don't mind it but now it's becoming now it's days not hey. a day but days you hey, know what i, I mean you, i hope you get used to it because when they block the fucking sun out this is going to be it all day every day yeah, but you know what? So Maybe the die. simulation can do something like, you know, put some money in my pocket. You know what I mean? And I, 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 Oh, by the way, I had a wonderful experience with, uh, with plumbing. I, um, Angel knows all about it. I mean, I got really, really fleeced by a motherfucker. It, it's I'm very upset. I'm, I'm very, very disappointed with this stuff. Um, I had to deal with I, ice I in the pipes. Him, yeah, I told him it was frozen, but he didn't listen to me. Yeah, and, and it was frozen. So yet again, um, add it to the litany of stupid decisions I've made over the last 41 and three quarters of years in my life. And my, my entire life consists of poor choices and mistakes. And hey, occasionally- At least you got a new it, garbage disposal out of it. Yeah, I got a new garbage disposal out of it. Great, no, I mean, that wasn't free. I paid for it anyway. Um, yeah, I had a very bad experience, no good. Um, <laughs> it's been a hell of a week already so far, but I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be, um, I'm glad to be back in the studio. It's good things. Uh, but, uh, Christopher was, uh, sent an article to the group and I'm going to share it with you about, uh, what's going on north of the border. First of all, shout out to the, uh, to the Nazi truckers who ran off Justin <laughs> Trudeau and the communist party. I mean, and then all of a sudden he got the coof out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. How convenient. Yeah. That how was brilliant. Convenient. So where's he going? Coward. Like some, was I it, don't know. Probably. Did he pull a Ted Cruz? Is it like the same deal? Or <laughs> oh, I forgot about Ted Cruz. What did Ted Cruz do? It was he like went to, went to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, it was oh. like right. It, it was something to do with COVID, right? And like they're shutting everything down. So Ted Cruz is like, "Fuck it, I'm going to Mexico with my family or some shit," and yeah. just dipped. Or like, or he pulled or he pulled a Donald Trump and he's in an underground bunker somewhere. Yeah, I mean, maybe that. I think he was on the beach probably with his kids having a good time and, you know, they derided him, whatever. I mean, there's a lot to criticize there, but I mean, if you're going to pick that, I think there's far more to criticize. Um, yeah. You know, oh, so did we find the uh, the Supreme Court justice that's both a female? Now, what if Joe Biden picked a trans woman of color who's Jewish? Do you want to really, really win the SJW game? Like, you really want to be the champion? It's got to be a trans woman who's black but is also Jewish. Like, Sammy Davis Jr., you know what I mean? Like, because you know, Or it could be one from Ethiopia because they have a lot of Jewish folk in Ethiopia. But you, if you really want, like, the champion of SJW, like, you know, selections. Oh, and by the way, they're going to have a hard time pushing that through because they don't have a super majority. So they're going to really have to sell that one. You know what the best part about this is, you guys? Like, this could go on forever and ever, and let's just hope nobody ever gets nominated again, and they just continuously, like, cock-block each other, just and nothing gets again. done. You know what I mean? Like, good, like, seriously. No like, one for Supreme I, Court justice. I remember when I was in school, and they were talking about how gridlock was a good thing. And they're like, yeah, it's good that everything works like super slow. And I'm, it's like all coming back to me, like all the bullshit that they pumped into our brains where it's like, yeah, like they take all your money and then they essentially do nothing is like the, 
every the parameters that are set and then everything else it's yeah like, but think about it though don't you think that's the thing. best like the best option is you're gonna get fucking robbed blind but at least we won't be able to like pass. not that they need to pass any laws or nominate anybody they're gonna they're gonna fuck you anyway regardless of who you know what i mean but i like it when nothing gets done because at least it buys us a little more time on the scaffold before we kept you know drawn up but you know I, I don't know man like i love the arguing the fighting and the back and forth and you know everybody like what is it bill burr said the other day that it's a terrible human disease where people want to win and they don't want to do what's right and every human being has a part like has this disease in them where it's about my team winning and not about the right thing you know what i mean and, well, and that's what this is tell the difference i don't think well, true. I, I think that there's some validity to that as well. But I, I don't think like the coof business that we're in right now. I mean, there's articles right now that we can talk about where it's like I have one right here before we get to the truckers. I mean, guys, I mean, it's it says right here, the Washington Times posted this. All right. It was a day and a half ago. I think lockdowns had little or no impact on COVID deaths. New study shows. I'm going to go through this real quick. Yes, I know you already all know that. But the people who, who you work with or fucking have, have tacos with or whoever the fuck it is, they don't know that, okay? They're the crazy people in your life, they don't know that, okay? So let's go through this, okay? This is by Dave Boyer, okay? Lockdowns in the U.S. and Europe have little had little to no impact on reducing COVID deaths, according to a new an analysis by researchers at Johns Hopkins University. The lockdowns during the early phase of the pandemic in 2020 reduced COVID-19 mortality by a uh, by 0.2 percent said the board review of multiple scientific studies we find no evidence that lockdown school closures border closures and limited gatherings had any noticeable effect on the coof mortality the researchers wrote but the researchers uh, the research paper says lockdowns did have quote devastating effects on the economy and contributed to uh, numerous numerous social ills They've contributed to reducing economic activity, raising unemployment, reducing schooling, causing political unrest, contributing to domestic violence, and undermining liberal democracy. I don't mind that last part, but you guys know where I'm going with this, the report said. So we have this report, like we already knew this, right? Like you guys, like all of us are like, yeah, I mean, we've been telling you that right. for almost, you know, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> you know, TikTok here, guys, we, we've been telling you, but now it's coming out. Now it's coming out, and my favorite, still my favorite part is like when, when the quarantine thing happened. Like uh, Brian got the coof, and it was 15 days, wasn't it? It was uh, 15 days or something like that when you were in your house. I mean, I wasn't sick the whole time, but I was supposed to stay in my house for 14, 15 days. Yeah. Okay, and, and then, then I, I went to 10. Yeah, remember, well, now, yeah, the second that labor was short. Well, okay, so what happened was already when I. I came back from New York, my contract work with FEMA ended, they had us get tested, like, as soon as we, we pulled off the highway in Akron to one of the hospitals there and went and got tested and they were like, go straight home, don't fucking talk to anybody, don't do anything, wait until your test results come in, because they're like, well, call stop and enjoy Arby's. Yeah, stop and enjoy Arby's. Um, and then the next day they called me and they're like, hey, you're positive. And then they were like, we're going to mail you a bunch. They mailed me like a thermometer and like a pulse oximeter and shit. And they're like, we're going to call you every day and see how you're doing. And I'm like, I'm already like, this is too much fucking work. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> like, so I like every day I'd, 
they'd call like multiple times. I was like, fuck it. I'll just answer. And like they're recording data or whatever, but yeah, my boss, cause I was, uh, I did contract work for six weeks. We did like six weeks of 12 hour days. Only like four of them were actual work, but it was like four weeks straight. Mm-hmm. And then I got home and they originally told me I was going to have two weeks off from work. Like for like, no questions asked, just quarantine, whatever, even if I wasn't positive. And like where I worked was a small company. There might've been like less than 15 people on staff and only some of them were full-time. And then I got back and it was a Thursday night and I was supposed, I, like if I were following my normal schedule, it would have been Saturday that I would have been reporting back in for work. And they were like, hey, you're coming in on Saturday, right? And I was like, nah, like you told me I had two weeks. And they're like, ah, we're really short staffed, man. Like, and call volumes up. Like we, we can't give you the two weeks anymore. And I was like, wow, that uh, sucks. Like I'm not coming in because I'm actually sick. And they were like, oh, like if you're not symptomatic, you can come back after like three or four days. And I was just like, where the fuck is this coming? Like it literally just sounded like they were on the other end of the phone. Like, oh shit, like we got to make something just, to fuck just up. Just making like, shit up. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, I understand, oh, it's a small business, got to make ends meet. But it's like, at the same time, I'm like, I, nobody knew shit at this point. This was like a few months into everything. And like, everybody's still like, oh, fuck, like, this is going to kill everybody. And like, my partner that I worked with, I think is in his like late 50s, early 60s. And it's like, I'm like, I'm not trying to fucking kill this guy. Like, we had a guy die. Uh, well, there are a couple people that died while we were actually working in New York. And they're all like older men. I mean, like, they had all kinds of other shit going on, but still. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to come back in to help you guys out and then like deal with the guilt of killing one of my fucking coworkers. So no. And then like they threw a fucking fit about it for a little bit. And then I just stopped answering the phone and then it buffed out. I showed up two weeks later. I wasn't in trouble at all. They were like, Hey, good to have you back. And it's like, Oh wow. See, like nobody had to be a dickhead. Like it's cool. Yeah, but, but yeah. And then, uh, after that, I went to work at a factory and they gave out, uh, See, they don't do sick days. They do unpaid time off and you get a certain allowance of it. So it's like, if you got sick and wanted to get paid, you'd have to take personal time and you only get so much of that too. It's really weird how they structure this shit anymore because it's like, oh, like Mm. it's just less ways for them to give you money. Designed, it's designed to fuck you. Yeah, but like, they're like, oh, this is how it's always been. So like, we're not fucking you. And it's like, no, dude, like, I mean, somebody, the problem is people are going to fucking believe that. And if you mm-hmm. get enough of them, then they're like, oh, it's just always been like this. And it's like, no, it fucking hasn't. But like, okay. And it's like the whole, I mean, for if those history's bound to repeat itself, blah, 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 all that shit. Like but, I've always had my asshole stretched out this line. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll get used to it. Trust me. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You just got to ease into it, but yeah. that's the, that's the shittiest, that's the shittiest part about being human. I think is you can adapt to pretty much anything, no matter how shitty it is, as long mm-hmm. as you have enough time. So it's like the slow inching away of everything. And it's like, if it only looks like it's one thing at a time, it's like, Oh, it's like, at least they're not fucking us 11 different ways right now. And then it's like, well, like they're going to get you so far on this one. Yeah. It's just like, they're going to rotate it and work on something else, put something on the back burner and it just cycles out. But yeah, anyway, uh, they gave, so this company gave like it at the height of everything. It was like, they had unlimited unpaid time off. Like if you were afraid to come in or you were sick, it would be like, Hey, you don't have to come in. You're not going to get fired for it. But for everybody that was there, they were given like double overtime rates for everybody, even if it was straight time. So like people were making fucking bank 
And then, like, uh, and then eventually, like, that wasn't sustainable anymore. And then they're like, oh, hey, we're not doing double overtime anymore. And also, you don't have unlimited unpaid time off. Like, there's going to be consequences because we're not making as much money and we're not meeting demand and all this shit. And then everybody's like, oh, well, like, nothing's changed externally. Like, we're still not allowed to go fucking do anything. None of these fucking stores are open. But it's like, oh, yeah, it's because none of this shit's open that everything's getting to this point. So it's like, get your ass back in the fucking factory and get to fucking work. And then and it was so weird to see this transition happen because it felt like because I was like support staff for like health and safety. So it's like you literally just get to stand and watch everything happen as it unfolds over time. You're like, it's just like you're a set of eyes on a wall, basically. And and then eventually what happened was pretty fucking cool because like, I mean, I realize now all too late, like I just fucking hated working there and shouldn't have been there in the first place because like I probably just made everybody's life hard. Like everybody above me, I made their life miserable because I was fucking miserable and all the people beneath me like constantly needed help. So I was like, fuck, I feel really bad for these people. But uh, yeah, I was not a good fit for that place. But uh, it was funny because all these people came back and then like they got shafted day in and day out. They uh, started mandating like there are people working like 10 to 12 hour shifts six days a week. And they're like, no, like this is fucking stupid. And they're like, well, like this is fucking too bad. Like you got to do it. So then people Mm -hmm. would show up and start dicking off at work. And it was like they were so short on people still when they had a bunch of people back in the building that they couldn't risk firing anybody. And like their turnover was so high already. They had so many fucking people leaving and they can't find people to train. So like everything's constantly just falling apart inside this building. And this is happening all over the country, but it's like also happening. It's like pretty evenly spaced out over the whole country. It wasn't like, oh, it's just a couple buildings where this is happening. It's like, no, the entire system is feeling this exact. There's no difference from micro to macro. And Mm -hmm eventually all the people it was cool because like all the people realized they're like oh without us like nothing's gonna fucking happen so you'd have people that would like clock in and go fucking sit in a bathroom for like three hours or some shit and their managers would be losing their fucking mind trying to find everybody and they couldn't do it and then when they finally found them they'd be like go the fuck back to work and they'd be like what are you gonna do and they'd go to hr and hr would be like yeah you can't you can't fire them like there's no leverage here so like and it was kind of Yeah, it was like, it was funny. It was funny to me because I was like, I don't give a shit if this whole place burns to the ground. So this is fucking hilarious. But like some of the, like the managers were freaking out. I'm like, I don't think it's like, I don't, I I don't know. Everybody's different. Everybody likes what they like, but it's like, I don't see how these people, it's like their entire life depended on boxes getting moved into fucking trucks, dude. And it's like, there's nothing else for them except for that. And I'm like, this is incredibly sad. Like I, I, but like, I don't know, maybe Maybe I was, again, just a bad fit, but it was like breaking people left and right. Like we'd have, we'd, we had to call ambulances for like chest pain and shit for people all the fucking time. People were like, people were at their stations, like having seizures, fucking like, I mean, it's shit that like normally happened kind of just because there's so many fucking people working there around the clock, but it definitely like picked up. And then people were just tired all the time. So there was like an increase in accidents and then like people would get hurt and get sent back to work. And it's just like, how did any of the, like, and then I eventually later, what, like Kellogg's went on strike, like not that long ago. And all these people are like, 
what like it, it was funny tim dylan had a great bit about it he's like yeah like they gotta make fucking cereal man like what are we gonna do without the fucking cereal like your whole life <laughs> is less important than this cereal do you understand that like you better fucking understand real soon and it's just like yeah dude like all of this is just bullshit like it's fucking shit like, blatant nonsense that's yeah. what it is it's blatant nonsense all of it but all like, of it is yeah. everybody should walk off the job fuck them fuck everybody and you know are, but th- that's the shitty part about again like adapting to stuff is like we've gotten used to having everything on our doorstep in one to two fucking days that's right we don't have to plan any farther in advance no. we yep. don't have to think about the people that are actually doing it because all of it's behind closed doors and so far removed yep. from it's like every it's like all the fucking smartphones man like everybody knows it's fucking sweatshop child labor but they're like hey shit like gotta fucking tweet this shit off a touch screen right fucking now yeah i'm really 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 selfish and i do like the the next day delivery or two day delivery but i really i don't use it honestly i don't like but sometimes when i need something i'm like i definitely need this and yes i would like it tomorrow oh yeah like that's the i i'm not saying i'm not a part of this i'm not saying i'm not contributing like it's i try not to but it's like yeah it's like you the whole thing Wait, 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 wait. The playoff that you guys remember the South Park episode where, like, you know, they couldn't get anything off of Amazon, so they went to the mall <laughs> to get matching shoes and matching outfits for like the parade. Like, they were going to be in the parade and they were going to do something. And, like, that, like, I can't, what I can't hear you because they couldn't find it at the mall. No, no, no. They something happened with Amazon that they weren't getting it from Amazon, so they went to the South Park Mall. Okay. You don't remember this episode? They went there and like the the creep, like the workers. Find any of the stuff that they right? That's what I'm getting at. Like the people <laughs> crawled out from underneath, like all they were all golems. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, "We want matching this and that and the other thing," and they're like, "We don't have that." So they like they could point out how like the shortcomings of the mall because everybody got used to using Amazon, and then they had a great part where like the talking box became like Karl Marx. And was advocating for like Marxism and stuff. No, 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 it's these people are geniuses. Like it no, was funny. So and fucking like I don't want maybe. I feel like what? they're ahead of their time, but I think it's just no. I'm way behind. Like they're just hitting the nail on the fucking head. But it's you like gotta so be good people, to do that. You gotta yeah, be like, really good to do that. And, and, and go ahead. Oh no, I don't really even know like what I was gonna say. <laughs> okay, like. I'm not super well, attached to my thoughts. <laughs> fair enough. I, I'm, I, it's fine. I'm not either. Don't worry about it. You're in good company. Twenty <laughs> fifth season. This uh, is coming out. Twenty five years. Like it's. They're going to beat the Simpsons, ladies and gentlemen. I hate to tell you that. Oh, absolutely. Like they're just out. They're waiting. They're waiting them out. They're like Annie. Tick tock. Tick tock. <laughs> and, and I never like, got into the Simpsons, dude. Like that was never a show that I gravitate. I don't know why. Like Bart Simpson, like I, I just never got into it. And it was a hot item in the early 90s. That was hot shit. Like that was a big deal. And it just, I'm like, well, I mean, I don't hate it, but it's like people would fucking look forward to it. And I'm like, I mean, I'm going to go masturbate. I don't know what this is all about. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I figured this out. I'm out of here. <laughs> but, what are you going to say? Oh, I was like, just to add on to earlier, it's like, um, I, I guess the closest thing to compare it to would probably be like what Ted Kaczynski wrote about before he started blowing shit up or like whenever, maybe he wrote that after he started blowing shit up. And it's like a lot of people don't want to listen because they're like, Oh, this guy was doing fucked up shit. Cause he it's blew like, shit up. Yeah. But 
it's I it was probably like a year or two that I read it and it was really fucking interesting because it's like yeah like we create all this technology in order to improve society but it's like does it ultimately truly make our life any better and it's it gets wrapped up into like the Tyler Durden like all oh, the things you own end up owning you because it's like oh I have all these things now but now I have to like maintain them and do all mm. this shit so it's like it may save you a little bit up front but in the long yeah. term it's like you're gonna end up paying out the ass for it and it's like oh, yeah. how hard is it really yeah. just to not depend on this shit like and I just think about how fundamentally like weak we've become as people looking like from an evolutionary standpoint like yeah we've gone and done a lot of shit but it's like we depend so much on outward external things that it's like we're not nearly as capable as we were physically or mentally or otherwise but people are like oh well that's a good thing because like that means we need to work even harder to like keep up or upkeep society and it's like no like this whole thing it's like it feels like the myth of Icarus, like just flying too close to the sun. This is all just defying God like, or whatever. Like, I don't believe in that, but you know what I mean? Like the metaphor yeah. that it represents is like, all of this is just combating nature. And it's like, how long do we really have before this entire thing falls apart? And it's like, you might as well time travel back because everything's going to be reduced by however many years worth of technology. And it's like with every iteration, you're, sure you get a bunch of new shit but it's also like it raises the stakes and it accelerates everything for like think about all the stuff with the metaverse like if this is really going to be the next big thing and we're already in like a so-called energy crisis and all this climate change shit think about all the servers that are going to have to run all of this virtual space think about all the digital currency that's going to have to be mined or fucking whatever and it's like all of this takes place electronically. So like unless you shut down a ton of other shit that we're using right now that we're not going to use when the metaverse mm. becomes like the new way of life, like if you don't do all that shit, you're going to have to generate even more power. And you're going to have to create even more hardware if you want people to all get on board with it. It's like I remember going to college and it was kind of at the point where it's like you could maybe do it if you didn't have access to a computer. But now it's like get fucking real. Like there's no way you won't graduate if you don't have a fucking computer. And it's like or I've been thinking about uh, I can't remember what made me stumble into the rabbit hole of like uh, car centered like cities and how like the interbelt system and how like large cities have been for the most part like bulldozed to make more room for parking lots and roads and all this shit so everybody can own a car and it's like i independent for like an ind individual like yeah it's good to own your own vehicle instead of depending on public transportation but it's also just like everything is far as fuck away because you're supposed to have a car now and it's like that's going to cost you thousands of dollars to maintain every year and then like look at the market now like it's fair to be fair uh, I, I mean, I don't know about the, the, the people that listen to the show in the, uh, the Allegheny Soviet Socialist Republic, but I can tell you right now, the city of Pittsburgh doesn't like you driving a car. Yeah, the okay? bridges fall apart. Yeah, I, I almost drove over that bridge on my way to work that morning. That was Holy my bridge. Shit. That was my bridge. Holy and fuck. I was I was motherfucking everybody. The cops were blocking the road, and I'm like, "Good damn, I want to take 376 and go through the going on." Turns out the bridge is gone. Um, but it was yeah, and I drove over that bridge on Monday that week on Monday. It seemed fine. I mean, then again, I was in the car. It was all good until <laughs> so, it wasn't, man. It was all good till it wasn't. But to be fair, you should see the parking cost in uh, in downtown. 
Like, first of all, there is no, like, unless you're going to a sporting event, there is no fucking parking. They want you taking the light rail. They want you taking the bus. They don't, where I was, when I was parking my car, it was $12 a day, a day. And that's not considered terribly expensive. But to me, I mean, it is. Multiply that. Do the math. Five days a week, four weeks, you know, a month. I mean, we're talking a substantial amount of money. Yeah, that's because they don't want payment. you. Par- yeah, they don't want you driving a car. They don't want you doing it. They want you to take the public transportation. A hundred percent. A hundred percent taking public transportation. And I've taken. You guys know. I told you bus stories. I took public transportation. It's not bad. It's not terrible. It's it's better than Akron's. I can tell you that right fucking now. <laughs> yeah, it depends on where you are for sure. I, dude, like Akron bus. Uh, that's that's some rough shit in certain spots and by certain i mean most okay that's a rough ride i got that, on buses and subways in new york and i don't think i would ever willingly get on a bus in akron no, isn't that something when that i is was something. a kid i like i grew up in akron so when i was a kid and um i would have to like take mm-hmm. the bus with my grandma sometimes because um you know she didn't have access to a car or you know somebody else was using the car so her and i had to you know take the bus and it was sketchy then. So I can only imagine what it's like now. It's probably yeah, really- uh, no good. I had, um, I was a, the lead, I was the point of contact for a jobs train, uh, training program for Akron public school students who had, uh, who, what's the correct word? We can't, is it, can you still call, say that people have a handicap that, um, you know, like, you know, that they're physically handicapped or mentally handicapped. Yeah. That, like folks that you know, like one of the one of the kids that I'm still friends with is in the, well well into adulthood now. He works for the Big Bird. Uh, he was born with fetal alcohol syndrome, so his leg was messed up, and like you know he he couldn't walk properly, and his and his hand was messed up because he was born with this you know fetal. His mother was an alcoholic. Um, some of them were on the autism spectrum. Some more way more heavy than others. Um, and they would, because they went to Akron Public Schools, that you could take your ID and use that to ride the bus for free, right? So, like, and then the kids would tell me when they would get to the dock, that I, like, they would tell me crazy bus stories of people acting the fool and, like, you know, just fucking people fighting on the bus. And, you know, and these, these are young. The, the terrible part is that these are younger. These are kids still, right? You know, and they're still they're getting exposed to this absolute insanity. And then they'd have to learn the bus schedule and they get on the wrong bus. And they get fucking lost in the wrong neighborhood and so on and so forth. It gets worse from here. Um, no good. So, yeah, I and I rode the I rode the bus plenty in Pittsburgh. And I can tell you right now, I feel far safer on a Pittsburgh bus than I do in fucking Akron. And I'm I'm not kidding, man. Like that Akron is underrated for how fucking dangerous it can be. It truly is. And I think it's because Cleveland, that tells you how fucking bad Cleveland is when Cleveland is overshadowing your, your evil. Like, I mean, seriously, like it's, it's uh, the Cle- Cleveland might as well be fucking Mordor South and Detroit is Mordor North. You know what I mean? Just two fucking giant shitholes. See, I haven't been to Detroit yet, but like, I think the sucks. thing sucks. I mean, that's what I've heard. It fucking sucks. <laughs> Like for real, pot <laughs> potholes the size of your fucking car. Yeah, no good. What, what was the turnaround? What year did it really start? Like going downhill? Was it just what? when they closed down all the auto like, plants? Like that's the, that's the union workers. They all tell you it was fucking NAFTA. 
They all tell you it was NAFTA when they shipped when they shipped the fucking plants down to Mexico. But that was what in the nineties? The early nineties. Yeah, that was what ninety three or ninety four. I can't. My my memory fails me right like, now. But it was early nineties. The way people talk Willy. about it. Yep. The way but people I think, talk about it, it's like I'd rather go to Chernobyl than Detroit. Like. I mean, that's pushing it. I mean, Detroit-style pizza's there. I'm not a fan, but it ain't Ohio River Wrap pizza. I mean, I'll eat it. It's <laughs> yeah, not my first yeah. choice, but it ain't bad. You know what I mean? But it's uh, still pizza. You got to look a little bit further back. That's what the, the, the union auto worker doesn't realize. The fact that you were pushing out shit product that was getting eight miles to the gallon when Japanese car manufacturers were making quality vehicles, that shifted the market. The people, the people voted with their dollars. They were like, we're not going to buy GM just because it's made in Detroit. Okay, it gets eight miles to the gallon, fucking falls apart. All right. These Japanese cars, the Toyota Corolla, you get a fucking a 1999 Toyota Corolla, I guarantee you find one on the road right now. Right fucking now. They just made a superior product. That was the start. But yes, NAFTA definitely changed the game uh, for the auto for the auto industry, specifically in uh, Detroit. Not to mention there hasn't been really a war where they've had to manufacture a lot of shit. I mean, World War One and Two. Where do you think Get the ready. tanks came from? Where do you think the planes came from? Where do you think the armored vehicles came from? In the first, the first two wars. Okay, they, 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 Detroit, Michigan. Of course. They, well, they don't have that anymore. In fact, there's. If you guys have time, um, homework assignment, Paul. If you're listening, and I know you are, because you're, you're a loyal listener, type in your YouTube search. And this is for the rest of you. Check Detroit after dark. Detroit after dark. And it's like I don't have a problem with it. But like, I'm telling you right now, like it's it's a different world. It's a different world. I mean, there's and then the best part is, is like they've been bulldozing. This is a good thing. They've been getting rid of all of these uh, these abandoned homes. The rows talk- of fucking boarded up rows. homes. Exactly. Rows. rows. Ro- entire neighborhoods. It's, yeah, entire gone. fucking neighborhoods that were empty. Yep. Empty and full of vagrancy and bad things were happening there. Crack houses. Yeah, bad things. No good. Uh, well, they 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 kind of like made it an ur- some of these places are urban farms where they started like literally growing crops and you know like they turned into fields and like fucking deer coming in. Like nature kind of reclaimed certain spots of the city after they got rid of these blights, you know, that were being used by people with some of the you know intentions that were less than good. Um, so yeah, that's. It's a shame, and I know that we shit on Michigan and they shit on us, but at the same time, I mean, they're Great Lakes people, and they're pretty de- and they're decent human beings. I mean, all, all joking aside and stuff, but, you know, that city, like, here's the other thing, and I know that Ray's uh, boyfriend, or, or if I don't know how to call him that, Ray, your special, your special male friend, um, Dave, big fan of his, he's a great guy, he, was, he mentioned himself, he says, you, these people, you know, fix the elections to where nobody else can win. And it's the same fucking political party that's been winning for 50 goddamn years and nothing gets done. And then when they find out the one's been stealing, that's at the, at the head of the table, they get rid of that fucking guy. And then they put a new guy or gal in there and then they start stealing. And then it, it, the cycle just yeah, it it keeps repeating different. itself. You know, uh, yeah, it's a different thief. It's not the same thief. The same shit happens in Cuyahoga County. You people are out of your fucking mind. They you people, people are out of Chicago. your mind. They sent people from Chicago to investigate how corrupt Cuyahoga County is. That's how fucking insane that place is. Isn't that crazy? Cook County, Illinois, which might as well be another country. It might as well not be in the United States of America. They were like, Jesus Christ, what's going on in Cuyahoga County? Let's take go check notes. it out. <laughs> yeah, let's take some notes and see, see where we can improve our grift. Thank oh, you very fuck. much. 
What a dump. And you know what? The people of Cleveland are wonderful fucking people. You will find them to be some of the hardest working motherfuckers on the planet. It's a tough place to live, obviously, with the climate, amongst many other things. Great people. Again, this isn't about the people. This is about people that run shit. And this is about, you know, this is about conditions that people were forced to once again, there's that theme, forced to accept that they had no choice. You know what I mean? Like go on, if you go on a real estate website and look for housing, don't do it in Detroit. I mean, because that's not neither here nor there. You already know the answer. But if you haven't done it for Cleveland, go up there and see like how big of a house you can get for fucking nothing. We could have a used guys compound. The problem is is it will have to be an armed compound because there are some actors in the neighborhood who are not going to be very friendly towards you or anybody else. I mean, it's, you give and take a little bit, you know, once the, once the sun goes down, the fucking doors locked, the lights are out and the, you know, the AK 47 turns into 30 days of night. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. But you can get like a huge fucking house. I mean, we're talking five bedroom house and uh, who knows what the interior looks like, but I'm saying like, you could get a massive house for fuck all nothing in that town. Like fuck all nothing. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. It's not a good reason. You know, they look at what happened. I, I, I went through, I go through Youngstown all the time. They fucking ran that city into the ground, ran that motherfucker yeah. into the ground. And guess what? It's the same theme again. And this isn't about, Oh, well, you know, if they were elected a Republican stop, that's not what the point is. The point is, that one party was in charge of that fucking place since time immemorial and it hasn't gotten better, but the people keep showing up and clicking D's in the ticket. And I don't know how nobody, like, that's why I think democracy is bullshit because who's being held accountable. Right. Clicking D's on the ticket and taking D's in their A's. <laughs> yeah, it's true. A it's, for a, champion. it's a A for champion. It's a, total, a for champion. It's a total ass fucking these poor people. I mean, it's always literally the poor and the working class that fucking get the shaft. What's the what's the Dropkick Murphy song? It's the worker song of the first ones to starve and the first ones to die. The first ones in line for that pie in the sky. It's the same fucking people. You know, who's given the gun and sent to the front? It, it ain't the kid that's got the, his mom and dad's got a shitload of money. It's going to be one of your fucking kids. One of you fucking people that work in a warehouse or work in a factory who can't afford to send them to college or whatever the fucker. It's always, it's the same Shit, the poor hey, people always it, suffer the decisions it, it, of those. It, was, it wasn't Hunter Biden. No, it certainly he, wasn't. He was, he was too busy snorting cocaine, fucking prostitutes, and getting money from the Ukraine. And you I'm know. okay with all of that, <laughs> but just not, you know, your dad, your dad's in charge. Like, I mean, this is no good. This is no good. You're getting fat. I'm okay with everything except for getting money from Ukraine. You want to do you want to do fucking blow off of a fucking stripper or hookers fucking infected asshole? That is your business. I hope she washes with Todd's gay soap because you're going to have a problem if she doesn't. It, it, would, it would cure that hemorrhoid. Oh, Jesus Christ. It would wash um, it, it. It would wash it away. Uh, the, no, go ahead. the rainbow of gayness would just sweep over that asshole. Yes. And just just wash that hemorrhoid away. That's and then, right. And then and then you could line up like. Instead of a line of cocaine, it would be a ring of cocaine around her cinnamon ring. You know? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I love doing the show. I don't think and I've ever heard cinnamon ring before. Well, you know, you, it, it's a little more sensual than chili ring. Chocolate starfish? <laughs> yeah, it's, it does sound Hot dog flavored water? Yeah. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in a long time, um, 
we're going to do quiz time. It's an abbreviated quiz, uh, not the full 10 questions. Um, again, select the answer that you think is right. Paul B is very good at this. He takes notes and sends me pictures of, of his notepad and he guesses the answer. He never cheats. That shows the integrity of my friend Paul. And I really appreciate it. So let's give this a go. First quiz time, the boss asked for one. I made one. Go fuck yourself. Number one, this is a quote. Number one, ladies and gentlemen, there are no absolute rules of conduct, either in peace or war. Everything depends on circumstances. Okay, let me say it one more time. There are no absolute rules of conduct, either in peace or war. Everything depends on circumstances. Was it A, Leon Trotsky? B, some guy named Hitler, C, Pol Pot, or D, Gavrilo Princip, the man who's responsible for the entire situation we're in to this very minute. He is the, he is the enemy of history. Anyway, who do you think it is? Angel, go first. I'm going to go with some guy named Hitler. You're going to go with some guy <laughs> named, named Hitler. There's yes. been so many people Jim in Hitler. history with that name, Jim Hitler. Frank, Francis Hitler, it's the Frank second. Hitler. <laughs> He's crazy, great barbecue. Yeah. You guys going over to Frank Hitler's house for barbecue after this? Who wants the game? Um, Brian, have, your have choice, be, please. It'd be Kyle Hitler. Like, go see Kyle. It would be. Kyle. It would be. Oh, I'm going to say Pol Pot. Uh, Brian's going to say Pol Pot. Uh, he's a famous supporter of intellectual rights. From <laughs> let, let, let me take a bite of my thinking gummy before before I decide on my answer. Where did All you right. get that gummy, by the way? Because I really want one. Walmart. Oh, I'm well, there you go. There's, there's your fucking answer. All right. All right. Now that we have the gummy of, of the gummy of intelligence being uh, chewed up, masticated properly. Feel free to use that word. Masticate, not masturbate, masticate. you guys. Masticate to chew. It sounds so formal. Don't confuse the two in action either. No, no. Poor choice. Don't, Very masti poor choice. don't masticate your wiener. <laughs> poor Very choice. Very bad. Um, poor. Man, that's a tough one because I don't fucking know. Even after taking a bite of my thinking gummy. Oh, shit. It was worth a try. <laughs> yeah, it was worth a try. It tastes delicious. Great. Well, I mean, that's a win. It's a wonderful strawberry flavor. Um, so I, so, so Angel said uh, Frank Hitler. Um, Brian said, did you, did you say Pol Pot? Yes, yeah. he did. You said Pol Pot. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of leaning towards Pol Pot. All right. But that almost that saying almost sounds too elegant for him. Uh, so, what was the last choice? Gabriella Princip. Gabriella, I'm gonna go with Princip. That way we all got a, that way we all got a different answer. All right, and ladies then, and gentlemen, would you believe that the answer was A. Leon Trotsky, the famous uh, Marxist revolutionary? That's okay. He really is for champion. A really is for champion. Yeah, um, A for champion. We got a big old goose egg. Yeah, big fat fucking zero. Number two, if you win, you need not have to explain. If you lose, you should not be there to explain. Was that A, the great warlord Winston Churchill? B, the champion of the 20th century murder games Mao Zedong? C, the bronze medalist 
in the 20th century murder games, Adolf Hitler, or D, Frederick the Great from Prussia? Angel. Um, well, mm -hmm. the Hitler did end up not being there because he lost, right? So I kind of want to pick him because it's situationally applies. You have a thing for Hitler, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah. Frank. Know, so I'm going to say Frank Hitler, for just for distinction. You're going to go with uh, Sir Winston Churchill, all right? Next, who are we going to have? Brian, who are you picking? Fuck. <laughs> I love the consternation this game creates. I really do. I mean, I'm really thinking of like the way it's said now, and I'm like, I don't. I mean, not that I know any of these people personally, but obviously not. <laughs> but uh, so what? It was Hitler, Mao Zedong, uh, Stalin, Churchill. or Churchill? No, Churchill, like, oh. Churchill, or Frederick the Great. Oh, you're already putting yourself at a disadvantage. You might have guessed somebody that's not even on the list. <laughs> on the list or on the list yeah, on let's do let's do frederick the great you're gonna do frederick the great all yeah, right christopher he, he was great i'm gonna go with the uh the the grand chinese cat emperor meow zedong <laughs> excellent ladies and gentlemen into the second question we are still at his big fat zero it was francis hitler uh who said that it was a cousin of a guy named adolf who did very bad things to lots of people. Francis Hitler. <laughs> Number three, quote, remember, the storm is a good opportunity for the pine and the cypress to show their strength and their stability. Okay? Remember, the storm is a good opportunity for the pine and the cypress to show their strength and their stability. Was it A, the great Khan, Genghis, or Genghis, depending on your pronunciation? Sorry, Jack Carlin, it's Genghis. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> B, was it uh, Ho Chi Minh, the great uh, revolutionary from Vietnam? C, Alec Honecker, uh, the leader of East Germany? Or D, Lyndon Baines, I killed John Kennedy Johnson? <laughs> Angel, your guess, please. I'm going to say C. You're going to go with Herr Honecker, the East German communist. All right. Brian? What was the first one again? Uh Genghis Khan. Yeah, that one. You're going to go with the great Khan. All right. Yeah. Christopher, your guess, please. C. You're going with Eric Honecker? Yeah, I'm going to go with the German commie. The German commie. Ladies and gentlemen, and through three questions, we are still at a zero. Oh, dude. The God right damn. answer was Ho Chi Minh, the revolutionary. We suck again. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> That's what he would have said. Um, uh, that's uh, yeah, no, um, London Baines. I killed J uh, John Kennedy Johnson, did not say that. Uh, by the way, he was um, complicit in his murder, anyway. Number four, quote, you don't have freedom because you are a hyphenated American, you have freedom because you are an individual, and that should be protected. Who said it, Ronald Reagan, Jimmy Carter, Ron Paul, or Howard Dean? Angel, your guess, please, Ron Paul. Angel's going to go with Ron Paul, okay? Brian? Jimmy Cotta. Brian's going with Jimmy Cotta. And Christopher? I'm going to go with Ronald Raisin. <laughs> go Ronald Raisin. Ladies and gentlemen, would you believe that Angel got that one right? It was Ronis Paulus, 
uh, the great uh, libertarian warlord from Tejas. Uh, number five. Libertarian warlord. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that's what happens when all this collapses. Anyway, not, not, not right now. Number five, quote, it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather in an irate, tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. It's a powerful quote, one of my favorite. It does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. Was that A, John Locke? Was that B, Malcolm X? C, Sam Adams? Or D, Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov, known as Lenin? Angel, your guess, please. I'm going to say B, Malcolm X. Angel's going to go with B, Malcolm X, one of my, one, I think my favorite uh, uh, civil rights leaders. I, th I think he's my favorite civil rights leader, period. He's not the turn the other cheek kind of guy. He's like, put your hands on me. I put you in the cemetery. I respect that. Um, Brian, your guess, please. John Locke. Brian's going to go with John Locke. And Christopher taking a large chunk masticating a big piece of the burr that he got from the stove <laughs> from the stove from i'm the gonna stove. go with a a is for champion mr lock you're gonna go with mr lock ladies and gentlemen would you believe that it in fact was the great american revolutionary samuel adams for whom the beer from boston is That's named good. for i am very uh, this surprised is, by that i uh, it's uh he was he was fired up he was he's a very fired up kind of guy he was sons of liberty I mean, he was he was excited. Uh, number six, quote, it is difficult to free fools from the chains they revere. It is difficult to free fools from the chains they revere. Was that A, Carlos Marx? B, once again, Mao Zedong? C, Napoleon Bonaparte, uh, famous for a pastry that he created in France, uh, not an entire Napoleonic war that was the worst war before World War One. Anyway. And he was short. It was very short, and he was from Corsica. Or Napoleon D. Bonaparte. <laughs> and D, the famous French philosopher Voltaire. Uh, Angel, what's your guess? I'm going to say D. You're going to go with Monsieur Voltaire. All right, Brian? Monsieur Voltaire. Monsieur Voltaire. <laughs> and Christopher. <laughs> you guys all got it. It's a perfect round. Everybody got that right. It was Voltaire. A is for champion. A is for champion. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the last question. We have, they have the, the, the boys have a chance to tie the game if Angel doesn't get it right and they get it right. I, I like how Jay's idea of a mini quiz is like fucking three questions short of a full <laughs> quiz. <laughs> mini my ass. <laughs> It's like my cock isn't that big. It's 10 inches long. You know, it's not that big. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to fucking dick punch you in the cervix, baby. That's all. Oh, I hope my quiz is doing that uh, in the minds of individuals, not in the cervix of any uh, of any lady. Uh, number you know, seven. Hurts. Number seven. I'm sure it does. <laughs> Quote, there is no reason why good cannot triumph as often as evil. The triumph of anything is a matter of organization. If there are such things as angels, I hope they are organized along the lines of the mafia. Was it A, Mark Twain, B, Jack Kerouac, C, Kurt Vonnegut, or D, was it Huxley? 
Angel, your guess, please. I'm going to say C. Angel's going to go with uh, Kurt Vonnegut, my personal favorite. Uh, Brian, your guess, please. Yeah, Kurt Vonnegut. Brian's also going to take Monsieur Vonnegut. And Christopher, rounding out the round. You know, I'm just going to go with the flow. Kurt. Vonnegut. We have another perfect round, but Angel is the champion. A for champion. She has three right. It was Kurt Vonnegut, in my opinion, the greatest American writer um, that we've had. Brian still wins. What? Oh, yeah, because yeah, because the Ashless Chaps, obviously. <laughs> uh, they're on back order. And I still get them. the I still get the oilist cheeks. Hopefully at the vortex for a punk rock show. Now there's yeah. nothing more punk rock than an oiled up assless chap individual as good looking as Brian. Right. Get up. Why Rachel up. there so that way it's all on the level? No funny right. business. Yeah, no funny business. I won't tickle your cinnamon ring. I'll just oil up them cheeks. <laughs> I love it. It's oh, great. Oh, oh, what fun. What fun. Uh, so that's our quiz time for this week. I hope the boss is happy. She asked for it and I delivered. And yes, it is an abbreviated version. I had to stop myself because I had more to put on there. And I'm like, no, nah, seven's pretty good. <laughs> it's just, I can't help myself. I'm, I'm a terrible person. I should be shot um, maybe tomorrow. Uh, we'll see what happens. So this article. Oh, well, I mean, I appreciate that. But I, I'm, well, thank you. I, I know, the, dif the difference between me and a lot of people is I know I'm a bad guy. A lot of people walk around thinking they're the good guy. No, I'm the bad guy. I'm the one who eats poorly and has bad decision-making skills. Uh, and I also curse and motherfuck everybody up and down the street. You're, not a good you're person. The, you're, the, you're the good bad guy, though. You're the bad I'm guy. anti-hero, baby. You're, 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 the, you're the bad guy that everybody's like, I like him more than the hero because he's a complex character and I can understand where he's coming from. I'm hiring Christopher to write my biography. Thank you very much. <laughs> you are hired, sir hired and i'll pay you in giant gummy bears um here's a good one so christopher found this article i'm we're going to come back to that uh, to this rather because Thank it's God happening right now fucking hour for this <laughs> <laughs> we had a slight delay so this is from uh cnn not known for telling the truth very often but we have something here so this is good truckers and protesters against the coof mandates block a border crossing others tried to take meals away from the homeless in ottawa shelter says what started as a convoy of truckers protesting the COOF mandates has snowballed into a blockade in the Canadian capital and the obstruction of the U.S.-Canadian border crossing. Some protesters pressured staff at a homeless shelter to give them food, the facility said. Um, the protest stemmed from the freedom convoy of truckers that traveled across Canada for several days before arriving in the capital city of Ottawa. The drivers oppose a recent vaccine mandate requiring truck drivers entering Canada to be fully vaccinated or face testing and quarantine requirements. Downtown Ottawa remained packed with rigs and cars Monday morning as protesters rallied against the COOF mandates and some legislators were set to return as some legislators were, were set to return to Parliament Hill. But Prime Minister Justin Trudeau uh, who wore blackface and faced no accountability for it was not there on Monday. On more than one occasion. On more than one occasion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. More than one occasion. Trudeau announced that he and two of his three children tested positive for the coof. What timing? How interesting. Uh, Trudeau and his family have been quarantining at an undisclosed location, but he had sharp words for those causing turmoil. Canadians were shocked and frankly disgusted by the behavior displayed by some people protesting in our nation's capital. I want to be very clear. 
we are not intimidated by those who hurl insult and abuse at small business workers and steal food from the homeless. No, you run away like a bitch. Uh, yeah. We won't give in to those who fly bitch. racist flags. Bitch. We won't cave to those who engage in vandalism or dishonor the memory of our veterans. <clears throat> Shepherds of Good Hope, a homeless shelter and kitchen in Ottawa, said some protesters harassed staff and volunteers for meals. While we are not certain of the exact numbers, the demand for meals and verbal altercations continued for several hours of the dinner period, the center tweeted Sunday. Trucks were parked in our ambulance drop-off zone for nearly 12 hours until they were removed and towed with the support of the Ottawa Police Services, the facility said. Our staff and volunteers faced significant barriers to get to work. In Western Canada, trucks and cars have been blocking the Coutts border crossing just north of Sweetgrass, Montana, where Interstate 15 is a major commercial artery for U.S.-Canada supply chain. Well, that's why we're going to start running out of chicken tendies. I'm sure they're going to use that excuse. The critical route is called Highway 4 on the Canadian side. Alberta Royal Canadian Mounted Police axed motorists to continue to stay away from Highway 4 south of Lethbridge to the Couch border crossing, the RCMP tweeted uh, late Sunday. Traffic continues to remain immobilized in both the NB and SB directions. At this time, no motor vehicles are able to access the border for entry and re-entry. Trust me, there is entry, just not the kind you want. <laughs> uh, several criminal investigations are underway in relation to the uh, desecration of a National War Memorial uh, statue threatening illegal or intimidating behavior to police and city workers and other individuals damage and damage to the city uh, to a city vehicle. The Ottawa Police Service tweeted Sunday. Canada's chief of defense, General Wayne Irie, said that he was sickened to see protesters dance on the tomb of the unknown soldier and desecrate the National War Memorial. Now, mind you, I would never do that, but whoever's buried there is not bothered. I can promise you that. So Generation, I go ahead. I would like to point out that I think it's hilarious that during, you know, 2020, the summer of love, it was like, yeah, let's tear down these statues. But now all of a sudden, and it seems like it's people on the left that are like, how dare they defame and deface these statues? I saw a pic. There's I think there was a picture of it in the article. All they did was put a fucking hat, a sign and like a cape on a statue. <laughs> But like, isn't it great how all of a sudden these statues and memorials all of a sudden are sacred cows? Yeah, that's yeah. Like, like, come oh, on, man. Like, come on. And then they and then they brought up like, oh, people flying racist flags. It was one dude that had saw that. The, the quote unquote rebel flag and they fucking kicked him out. Like the protesters kicked him out. Good for them. I wouldn't they, want they, to be they, associated they with that. Again, he was probably a fucking plant anyways. Yeah. And oh, I, I agree. also. I'd also like to point out the deep, deep irony of the fact that workers are uniting and the left are losing their fucking minds. It's not yeah. the way they said. It doesn't <laughs> like workers unite, but not like that. <laughs> not like that. Wrong workers. It's like kneeling for the national anthem, man. Like, like the, oh, it like just, it, you, it blows, it blows my fucking mind and they're doing mm -hmm. anything in their power to try and defame these protesters. Yep. And, and, and I think it's fantastic because truck drivers, I don't know if you subscribe to Pete Canonis's Substack, but, but I do. And he okay. actually sent something out. It was like two days ago. And I agree with him 100% with like all truckers United, they could bring, they could bring Canada, 
and our country to their fucking knees. I agree with because that. Because nobody would get shit without truck drivers. And watch, watch all these major mainstream news publications over the course of the next several days. They're probably going to start writing articles about self-driving trucks now and how they're going to be the future and how huh. great they're going to be. <laughs> I get, mark my words. Watch it. it I guarantee you that we're going to start seeing articles like that. I'll, I'll 2030, man. I'll eat crow if I'm wrong, but I guarantee you they're going to start writing articles about that, about AI-driven trucks and shit. That's a good point. That's a good point. Like, yeah, dude, like, people don't realize, like, (laughs) how much these people contribute to, like, you know, the the daily lives of people all across the the, the continent. I mean, uh, uh, seriously, all over the place, no matter where you are, man. If you got it, it's probably because somebody fucking had it on their rig. And brought it to the store that you bought it at. Like, I mean, people don't realize that. But then again, we're dealing with people who uh, who pretend, who masquerade, who are charlatans when it comes to representing the working people. They know nothing of the working people. They know nothing of logistics. They know nothing. I mean, that's why that like somebody put up in, uh, something on Twitter about how like the Center for Stateless Society is still silent on the on the <laughs> on the truckers protesting and uh, and and basically going on strike and how all like you know these left-leaning people and you know the state the center for stateless society is definitely a left anarchist uh, uh, organization but no radio silence they have nothing to say about it because it's not the right kind like i guess we're just all supposed like what factor what, that's my favorite part and the conservatives do this shit to you guys like Absolutely. i have a, I have a relative who is an EMT driver, okay? Well, let's call him Carl, all right? We're going to call him Carl. And Carl is a big conservative, huge conservative. I know Carl from New Jersey. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't get that reference, you should go watch uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Anyway, so Carl is a big conservative. He he says he hates the fucking government. He doesn't like them, but, but he loves the cops. He's the kind of person that'll have the Gadsden flag and a Blue Lives Matter flag next to each other. And it's like, Carl, who the fuck do you think is going to take them guns? Okay? You guys are, like, conservatives are like, this is my favorite part. When is it okay to start shooting back? Ask ask our ancestors, our forefathers, people fought in the Revolutionary War. Did they get permission from the Continental Congress to exchange fire at, uh, at Lexington and Concord? Did they? Or were they like, fuck this shit, enough is enough, here it comes. We've had enough. We know what you fucking redcoats are. Essentially, the redcoats were the police, and, and the and the people of the Revolutionary War that fought against them were shooting at the cops. That's how this works, right? But that's lost on that group. Like it's like, well, Absolutely. we'll let you know when it's okay to to, hey, to revolt. Fucking, that, you know, that, that that's like probably like conservatives' biggest downfall is they like they hate socialism except for when it comes to police and public schools. <laughs> yeah yeah like they they love that shit and those are prime examples of socialism <laughs> yeah it's like the whole minarchist argument right the police right? Of the of the courts and the military oh wow you just want the three most powerful organizations in the country to have a monopoly on, on i mean really this is really smart work but no the, the conservatives are like that man they do that they do that shit where it's like i hate the government except for when it does things that i wanted to do for me against the people that I don't like. And the left is the same problem. The like this is same way. 
legitimately a working class movement. You can't tell me it isn't. You're, what are you going to throw fucking truck drivers into a fucking like, yeah, they make good money, but they also have to fucking work. Let's get Quincy Johnson on here and he'll fucking tell you how much he's got a goddamn drive all over the place. Right. Sure, he makes good money, but he's got to fucking hustle. He's got to yeah. move his ass or he's not making that kind of money. And all you motherfuckers out there who supposedly support working class people and the revolution, what like just let us know what means of production need to be seized for it to be defined as a workers' rebellion. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Is it at Burger King? Do we need to seize the fucking ice cream machine at Burger King? We know that one works. The one at McDonald's doesn't. We know that. Okay. What what needs is it a Chipotle? Do they need to seize the means of burritos for it to be a working class revolution? Like who gets to just like conservatives? When is it okay to shoot back? Do we have to ask? Do we have to petition the government? Just like the motherfuckers, like you know, we we always look back at oh yeah, petitioning, uh, you know, or you know, addressing our grievances, uh, you know, peaceful protesting. Fucking, uh, what are you kidding? George Washington didn't peacefully protest anybody. He fucking shot at them. He fucking shot at them so many times. They're like, that's it. We're finished. We're going to leave. You win. That's the thing. He won, though. Like, imagine ah. how shitty everything. Like, it's a. That's the thing. It's the point of no uh, return. There's no yeah. coming back. Like, you have to same, commit completely. The same. Fa- this is the problem, though. The same founding fathers who had great revolutionary principles on paper, just like some other isms that we know that are on paper, that work great on paper, right? They fail to live up the minute they're put to the test, right? All men are created equal, endowed by the creator, certain unalienable rights. You know who we mean. Wink, wink. Isn't that Daniel Tosh did that joke? You know who we mean. You know who we mean, right? It's just, yeah, it failed immediately when it was put to the test, when that moment could have been one of the most defining moments in history. And the American Revolution is still one of those defining moments. You defeated the most powerful empire in the world at the time with France and, you know, with Spain's help. You know, tactics. But yeah, but not standing in fucking line. That's where they're getting our ass kicked. You're not going to play by the rules, but the equivalent of shooting at the police. I'm not saying that you should, wink, wink. But I'm saying, when is it going to be the time? Like, who gets to make those decisions? Oh, it's okay to protest as long as it's peaceful. Right, because that's how we got to where we are, right? That's how the British left. They're like, hey, like, excuse me, uh, we don't like this tax. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Did you hear the, the colonists? They don't like the tax. <laughs> We're going to leave them. We're going to leave the country. We're so embarrassed. We are so fucking embarrassed. We're going to go ahead. We're going to pack it in and we're fucking leaving. We're going back to Liverpool. That's not what happened. They were like, bitch, pay the tax. And we were like, bitch, here's this musket. Fuck you. That's what happened. Let's get together and discuss this over beans and toast. (laughs) Actually, I I hate to admit it. Beans and toast with cheese on top ain't that bad. I got no problem. I've, I've never no tried it, but I, I love beans. It's just funny to make fun of British people, you know. It is, and it, I mean no it's offense fun to, to make British fun listeners. Of them, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a bit sad, isn't it? It's a bit sad that you got to register your fucking button. Beans with toast. <laughs> Don't you need a license for television? Like, and then yeah, we're you... gonna have a little bit of stargazer pie <laughs> with with fish heads hanging out the crust. That way, you know. You know, you, there's fish in there, isn't it? Yeah, oh, there's a bit of cod in there, isn't it? A bit of cod, <laughs> maybe some mackerel, isn't it? Have a little oh. bit of jellied eels. <laughs> you know, you know, man, I have not had fish and chips from England, but I've had fish and chips in Ireland. 
and it's tremendous. I have no beef with you guys in the UK. I think you're all. I think all people are wonderful. I just think that this entire thing is a giant waste of. Uh, I of mean, your is time it, when it time. when it comes to COVID policies, uh, the UK is ahead of us, and so is and Norway. That's something. So is Norway and uh, Denmark. Is it Denmark. There was yeah. There was a couple other a uh, couple other countries that had just completely dropped all COVID yeah. shit. Denmark is like that's enough. That's enough of it. Which thing. You know, we'll never get to that level because there's too much money and power involved. Like too there's much money and power. And we got fucking, you know, like on the Canadian side of things, they got fucking blackface cowards like fucking Justin Trudeau. <laughs> right. Fucking dick nosed fucking prick. He's terrible. Like, he really he is. is. He's, he's I mean, who do you want that fucking charlatan? Or do you want a man who legitimately just shits his pants and he has dementia? Right. I was going to say they, they got I mean, at least Justin Trudeau is like. You know, a handsome dick-nosed bastard. We got the right, fucking. That makes up we got, for it. We got the fucking the crypt keeper that fucking shits his pants. <laughs> crypt keeper. Some people will laugh, and others will need an explanation. Um, <laughs> that's uh, that's about it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's great to be back. Uh, it's great to be uh, you know in in the studio. I'm very happy for it. I'm happy that I'm not out on the road right now. I'm thinking of all you poor motherfuckers that work for tyrants. And all of you um, that actually ha- do this for a living that are, you know, trying to, you know, get out there and get work done. Hey, be safe. It's a motherfucker out there. A lot of snow. Um, do you have anything, Brian, before we wrap up? Uh, no, I don't reckon I do. Okay. Christopher. Wrap it before you tap it. No, That's I, good I, advice. I, I blew my load on the truckers. <laughs> ah, uh, well done they're having and, uh, a hard enough time man like come on yeah no shit really um i don't have anything else to add uh to the show um there is we don't have anything lined up what about you boss you got anything before we close it out i do not know i had to let my dog out it was get, he was getting antsy so all right she had to let the dog out that's all right. Uh, it's all is forgiven. Dogs are welcome here in the used guys family. Uh, but uh, and I once again want to thank agorasnexus.com for their support and their sponsorship. Also, IPA, I paint Akron, where all accidents are happy accidents. Team Mandalore, who keeps cycling very weird. And of course, Ray Faba, who does fine art and design from the Great Lakes. But ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. We are rapidly approaching. We are already in February, ladies and gentlemen. February, if you can believe it. Time marches on. For whom the bell tolls, it tolls for your ass. Now, while we're on the subject, as this special day comes up, VD, uh, not, you know, not Veterans Day, not, you know, it's Valentine's Day. It's not venereal disease, at least we hope not. Um, Nothing's going to, but if you want to get out there and you happen to get VD, at least do it while you smell good. Do it for your special someone. Special someone's your swinger. You got your own the whole pineapple lifestyle and you got, you know, four wives and five dudes fucking her. Whatever. I, it's it's up to you. That's not my problem. My problem is how you smell. A lot of you really, really stink <laughs> out there. A lot of you don't wash the folds and the fat, the undercarriage, uh, the ball vinegar's out of control out there. I know it is. It's been cold. You guys really, it's hard to get in the shower for some of yous when the weather's bad, right? Because you're like, oh man, it's I'm warm in bed, or I'm just going to put my sweats on. I'm working from home, this, that, and the other thing. Next thing you know, You're just a walking jar of ball vinegar or stinky vagina or whatever it is that you identify with. Just stinks, smells, folds, not getting cleaned, assholes, out of control, dirty. My friend Todd from Akron Apothecary and his very gay soap can solve the problem for you. As the Omicron variant dies down and a new one pops up, and it will, 
My friend Todd's gay soap can kill that variant in your ass if it gets stuck there. Okay, so whoever's tongue in your bunghole, Todd's gay soap can make sure that it's as safe as possible when it comes to the coronavirus. The other things that are hiding in there, that's your problem. But please patronize my friend Todd and his gay soap. Very good, clean, homemade cold-pressed soap that's good for you and everybody because Todd's gay soap is... Soap for that ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank the 11 and three quarters of you that are listening. I appreciate it. Don't forget about the Patreon, you motherfuckers. I'm not going to stop till somebody signs up. I might even just sign up by myself to prove a point. Um, but uh, I'm maybe not. Who knows? I like to live dangerously. Maybe uh, fuck yourself. Maybe, maybe fuck yourself. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, you know? maybe not. Pipe maybe yourself fuck yourself. Down, you know? <laughs> Um, have a great week, everybody. Uh, if you got any suggestions, if you want us to get a return guest on or something like that, if you really want to hear, you know, they're, they're decent enough to come back on, let me know. Uh, let us know. Use guys in that gmail.com at use guys pod across all platforms. Thank you very much for your time and your support of the show. Stay warm, stay clean, stay safe, and clean your ass with Todd's soap. See ya. Bye. Bye. Peace.